You've got the jukebox. You're listening to the jukebox, your monthly dose of the very best indie music around. Please welcome your host, Brett Stewart. Hello, hello, hello. This is Brett Stewart, and you are indeed listening to The Jukebox. Welcome to our April of 2015 episode. Now, the first thing is first. This is our second episode. Last month, we had a wonderful flood of support from new listeners. Keep sending us those emails, and more importantly, keep supporting the bands that we turn you on to here on the show. Head on over to our website at jukeboxpodcast.com to check out the first episode. And I would highly recommend you do that if you're a new listener. Now, I'd like to get a little housekeeping out of the way as well. We are now available on a wide variety of podcast platforms. So whether you listen to your podcasts on Pocket Casts, iTunes, Stitcher, or TuneIn Radio, all of which now have the jukebox, you can also stream and download it on our website. Personally, I'm preferential to Pocket Casts. I think it's a very good app. I think it's very well-made. And it's a great podcast listening experience. Now, any of those are equally as wonderful. So if you listen to podcasts on one of those, type in the jukebox and you'll be able to find us. Now, I'd also like to touch on another point, and that is the length of our episodes. We had a couple listeners last month email in saying, how am I supposed to listen to a show that's two and a half hours long? It's a pretty long show. Well, the format of a podcast allows you to break it up over the course of the next month. And we highly encourage you do that. Now, you can sit here and listen for the next two or three hours, and you're going to have a great time. I know I am. But life is hard, and you can't always do that. So break it up. Uh, You're not going to get a new jukebox until May 25th, so you might as well listen to it that way. Now, moving on to the jukebox promise, because that's something I want to reiterate every episode. We will never play anything less than exceptional music. We painstakingly curate each month's episode to feature the best music we can offer our listeners in the most compelling and engaging format possible. Try something new. Maybe you don't like hip-hop. Maybe you don't like acoustic music. Maybe you're not really in the funk, or maybe you hate jazz. Open up your mind for the next few hours and throw those biases aside and try new music. We had so many listeners come and talk to us last month who said, I never would have found this artist. I never would have thought I liked it. This is something I never would have listened to. And that's what we want to do for you guys because the independent music scene, while wonderful, is incredibly oversaturated and there's mounds of crap. Unfortunately, that's the case. So we are going to sift through those mounds of crap for you, and maybe that's something we should put on a t-shirt at some point, but we are going to do that, and we are going to make sure that all of the music you're listening to here on the show is wonderful, top-notch music that you can really get into. Now, with all of that said, I'd like to open up the jukebox and all of the phenomenal music that we have this month, because we do have some goodies. My goodness, I am just really excited to get it going. But I'm going to open it up with two tracks 
that we found over at our sponsor, Indie Immunity. Now, the jukebox is brought to you by Indie Immunity. It's a place of promotion for independent artists and musicians. You can submit your music for consideration at newsroom.indieimmunity.com. Indie Immunity spelled I-N-D-I-E-M-U-N-I-T-Y. It's a wonderful website because, one, if you're a band or an artist, you can go over there and they're going to help you get your music reviewed honestly in an unbiased format, and they have a lot of great promotional services for you. And then, two, if you're a fan of independent music, they have wonderful music on the website, and it's regularly updated. So the a couple artists that we're going to pull each month on the jukebox are going to be from Indie Immunity. Now, this next artist is from Indie Immunity. His name is Art Fowler, and the song is called Roomful of Mirrors. He's from Milwaukee, which is near Chicago. He's a jazz enthusiast, a bluesy bender, and an acoustic rocker. He performs regularly in the greater Tokyo area. His debut CD of originals, What's Keeping Me Going, is now available. So, I think this is a great track. I think it's a great way to start off. So check out Roomful of Mirrors. I used to live in a room full of mirrors All I could see was me So I took my spirit and I smashed my mirrors Now the whole world is here for me to see yeah, the whole world is here for me to see And I'm searching for my love to be Yeah, 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 yeah Broken glass was all in my brain Cutting, screaming, crying in my head Broken glass was all in my brain Used to fall my dreams and cut me in my bed Used to fall out my dreams and cut me in my bed Said making love was strange in my bed Yeah, 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 yeah Love will shine over the ocean Love will shine over the sea Love will shine on my baby And then I'll know exactly who's for me And then I'll know exactly who's for me In the meantime, it's just a groovy time Yeah, 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 yeah
to live in a room full of mirrors. All I could see was me. So I took my spirit and I smashed my mirrors. Now the whole world is here for me to see. Yeah, the whole world is here for me to see. And I'm searching for my love to be. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was a great way to start a show. All right, our next artist was also found over on Indie Immunity. Her name is Liz Graham, and the song is called Charcoal on a Canvas. Now, Graham is probably more popular than most of the independent artists that we showcase, but she hasn't made it really big, and she hasn't really touched ground over here in the States yet. But collectively, her works have sold over 100,000 records, She's charted on CMJ, and she reached the top 10 in women's radio and the top 10 on the music charts in the UK. She's still an independent artist, and she still needs some love here in the States. So check out this wonderful song, Charcoal on a Canvas.
Man, that is a great song. You know, she sounds a whole lot like the lead singer of the Cranberries. And when I first heard her, I thought it was the Cranberries. And then I went on over to her press kit, and it turns out they market her to sound like the Cranberries. She definitely has that sound a little bit. Anyway, on to the next artist. These guys are called the Filthy Casuals. And the song is called Mexico. Now, it's off of a relatively unfinished EP that they're doing right now because they're in the studio working on their first full-length album. The release is set for early 2016, and they're not yet to even reveal the name of the release, but the first single will come out in July. Now, you can find them over on SoundCloud.com slash Filthy Casuals and over on Facebook.com slash Filthy Casuals Miami. Now, I think this is a wonderful track. I think it's got a lot of substance to it, and it has a really cool, garagey, dark rock sound that I just really dig. So check out Mexico.
That was The Filthy Casuals. They're a band that keep on your radar, because I think that album in 2016 is going to be pretty damn good. Our next artist is a young singer-songwriter named Anna Pillsbury. Her song is Kiss Me on a Chair. Now, I think she's wonderfully talented, she's got a great handle for lyricism, and her lyrics are very comedic and very entertaining. She's available for purchase on iTunes, and she has music available on YouTube as well. You can also be a fan of hers on Facebook, and her website is annapillsbury.com if you would like to contact her further. But without any further ado, the wonderful song, Kiss Me on a Chair. me. I wonder just how wonderful it'd be. Now I've had some time with you on my mind. And I think you and I could be you and me. And I don't care how awkward it'll be that I'm six foot one and you're maybe five foot you can kiss me on a chair You can kiss me in the stairwell I can get down on my knees You can kiss me from a tree And there are plenty of hills And you might think that I Am above you But I don't care You can kiss me on a chair I think your height suits you you taught me your size can't limit your ability to love your life and the world hey who says the guy that's gotta be taller than the girl and i don't care what they say about us because you can tie their shoelaces together and I can squish him like a bug You can kiss me on a chair You can kiss me in the stairwell I can get down on my knees You can kiss me from a tree And there are plenty of hills And you might think that I Am above you But I don't care You can kiss me on a chair Kiss me on a chair Kiss me in the stairwell I'll get down on my knees You can kiss me from a tree And there are plenty of hills And you might think that I Am above you But I don't care I love you Wow that was wonderful. I absolutely love that song because it's so perfect the way it is. 
Anna didn't need to have other instruments in there. It just is what it is, and it's beautiful. Great job, Anna. Now, Anna was brought to us by Andy Grolo. He's a wonderful photographer, music fanatic, music lover, music manager. And every single month, I ask him to go out and find me a couple songs that I can play on the jukebox that are going to be entirely different than something I ever would have found or picked out. And he does that, and he does that remarkably well. So Kiss Me on a Chair was one of the songs that he brought to us. Now, you can find Andy in all of his wonderful endeavors. He's currently doing a project called Humans of the Lakes Region. He lives in New Hampshire, and he goes out, and he takes photos and gets quotes of wonderful humans, and it's a really insightful, introspective project that is a lens into what we are as humans and who we are. So check him out. He's a wonderful guy, a very talented man, and he picks some great music for us. You can find him on his website, which is just andygrolo.com. His last name is spelled G-R-O-L-E-A-U. Our next artist is Scotty Rocks. Rocks spelled R-O-X. The song is called Space Travel, and it's from his album Another Genre and Beyond. He's a guy from Detroit, and this song immediately caught me. Because I think it's great. It's a great techno electronica production. Now you can find him on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, all that good stuff just by searching his handle, Scotty Rocks. Again, Rocks spelled R O X. Check out Space Travel.
That was Scotty Rocks, and the song was Space Travel. I really dig that because I used to not understand the place that electronic music had in the industry. I was a bit jaded by the popular, over-commercialized, over-produced stuff coming out of that genre, and I didn't really understand it. But now I think that Scotty Rocks is exactly what that genre can be. And I think it's really great. I think he's got a great thing going. And good on you, Scotty, because that's a wonderful song. Now our next artist is a man named Robbie Hecht, and the song is called New York City. Now this internationally touring Nashville-based singer-songwriter has distinguished himself as one of the most prolific and intriguing songwriters in independent music. He's released three indie releases, and I think he's absolutely brilliant. He's also won a series of awards, including multiple prestigious songwriting awards. So, check out New York City. New York City, take my mind off it, take my mind off it. New York City, take my mind off it. Take my mind off it All the girls are witty In New York City New York City Make me fight for it Make me fight for it New York City Make me fight for it
Is it just me, or does he sound a whole lot like Marcus Mumford? He may get that a lot, but I think his voice does. Anyway, on to our first interview. Now, these guys are a band that, to be honest, as you will notice, I kind of fanboyed over. I really, really love these guys. They're a band called Lost Dog Found, and they're a mini-big band from San Francisco. Now, I'm going to play one of their songs, and then we're going to go into the interview, and then I'll close out with two more of their songs. So to introduce you to Lost Dog Found, how about some Hot Swing is Back.
me dancing to my studio chair. Man, I love that. If that can't get you jiving, if that can't get you grooving, I'm not sure if we can help you here at the jukebox. You may need to see a doctor. In any case, Lost Dog Found is another one of those artists that is brought to you by IndieMunity.com. They're one of those phenomenal artists that we found over at that phenomenal website. So in any case, let's delve into a deep interview with two members of Lost Dog Found. It's time for an interview straight from the jukebox. Alright, with me on this episode of the Jukebox, I have two members of Lost Dog Found. I have Chris and I have Stevie Mac. Thank you so much for joining me, guys. I so appreciate it. Now, I want to give a little bit of information about your act. Lost Dog Found is a self-described mini big band, and what they're doing is they're doing contemporary uh, jazz uh, music that has hints of Ray Charles and parts of Bruno Mars and the Brian Seltzer Orchestra, and it's extremely danceable as they describe it. So, as many of my listeners know, I do a lot of independent writing for bands and lost dog found was a review that when i had to sit down and do this the best adjective i could describe for their new album which is called dying on danger is a masterpiece i think they're an absolutely splendid group so my first question for you guys is what gave you this idea to do this contemporary mini big band thing i think it's absolutely an awesome idea thank you um I know, Chris, you, 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 you had enough for it. Thanks, <laughs> Steve. You can take this one. <laughs> um, you know, I, uh, I've always had an affinity towards um, kind of big band music, but it was always kind of like, you know, long hair to me. It wasn't very exciting. You know, the, the only song I would ever really hit home with me was um, Benny Goodman's version of Sing, Sing, Sing. That was like a, like a rock song back when it was recorded, which I think was in the 30s. I, uh, I'm not quite exactly sure when they record it, but I was just blown away with the fact that the the drums really led the song, and then the all the horn parts and the way it was arranged. Just, I mean, it totally blew my mind. Um, but there wasn't anything that was kind of that came out of the neo swing era that really had that. It was kind of you know modern sounding, but unfortunately the neo stuff to me it was a little cheesy and campy at times, um, and I think that's where it kind of lost its legs. Um, there was a lot of music still to be made, but I think people kind of glossed over it and said, okay, well, this is swing music. This isn't what I want to listen to. I'm more into hip hop. I'm more into pop. I'm more into, you know, whatever people's music tastes are. Um, 
but I think both Chris and I both have a love for like roots music and jazz, and we both are huge fans of like Ray Charles, and I know Chris really likes Louis Jordan. Um, and so, you know, to get that to an updated thing is really difficult in this in this day and age because, you know, everything's kind of geared towards EDM and super pop music right now. And so we're trying to do something that's totally against the grain um, because there's, I mean, we, we get this huge reaction from people because there's not a lot of bands doing what we do. And um, I know we're just trying to do the best that we can at it. Um, and so far, so good, I guess. Very cool. Now... When I listened to Dying on Danger, one thing that struck me is that while you've done a remarkable job making this music contemporary and making it danceable and making it relevant, I also noticed that you guys did a wonderful job in maintaining the parts of the tradition of big band music and the tradition of jazz and this Americana sound that still needs to be there. Uh, like one thing I noticed when I first queued up Hot Swing is Back, which is the first song on the record, I immediately noticed that you guys had that call and response type thing, which is absolutely, um, it's its an American entity. That is, that is uh, derivative of gospel and blues and jazz, and I immediately noticed that in your sound. So you guys have done a really good job trying to mix the old and the new. Is that your intention? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's not something that you really hear on modern music these days. Um, and to be honest, it's actually really fun to perform. That way it kind of gets the crowd involved. It allows me to kind of bounce around with Chris a little bit and bounce stuff off of him. Um, you know, just kind of make the whole band involved instead of just, you know, everybody staring at Chris and it kind of gets everybody, you know, all the eyes are caught on everybody, which is, you know, kind of cool. Sure. Now, you guys are starting the promotion of Dine on Danger, and you have a pretty intensive live schedule all around California. So if our listeners want to check you out and they're in the California or in the San Francisco area, they have many opportunities to do so in the next couple months. So are you guys planning on ever branching out outside of California? Chris? Absolutely, yeah. I think, you know, we've talked about, you know, heading east and north and south i mean um you know it's hard because most of us have day jobs as well but we uh we definitely want to branch out all across the united states so and the world because i was listening to this music and and my my spiritual home is new orleans i i love new orleans and I was listening to your music, and I couldn't help but think the entire time that, man, this would be good coming out of Preservation Hall. That community would eat you guys up. Yeah, I hope you eat us up in a good way, because there's all kinds of great musicians down there that would probably eat us up the other way, too. Oh, well. um, but yeah, it's, but New Orleans is on our uh, is on our list. Um, we're actually going to probably sit down this next week and... You know, when a band like ours tours, you know, there's six or seven of us who tour. And so, you know, it's kind of a, a, a strain, you know, financially, to be honest. You know, when, when you have seven guys, I mean, you got to get them all in a van. You gotta get them, everybody's got hotels. Everybody's yeah, got absolutely. Eat and stuff like that. And, and so, um, you know, until we get to the point where, you know, we have some label backing and whatnot, you know, we kind of have to be creative. And so we, we're trying to do it as, as maybe if we do it um, at a, like a two or three week stint, we'll do it as kind of like a vacation where, you know, okay, 
you know, Chris, where do you feel like vacationing, you know? And so, you know, we're going to kind of pinpoint some spots. Um, I know Chicago's on our list, Kansas City's on our list, uh, New Orleans on our list, Las Vegas, you know, we've been there a couple times. You know, we do really well in Southern California. Um, we'll probably try to go to Portland and uh, up towards Seattle. And so we'll just kind of make a big loop. I know there's a couple places in Colorado I want to go to also. Um, and it all depends on uh, how much we can get, um, you know, some love from people outside of California. Because once you uh, once you step outside of you know your fan base, it's kind of difficult to get people to you know not watch Netflix and you know go check out all the crime scenes that need investigating. Because you know, it's a lot easier just to hang out at your house. Um, so to get people talked into going seeing some band you never heard of for you know ten or twenty bucks a pop, you know they have plenty of options. Oh, absolutely. Well, if you guys make it down here to the Windy City, we'll promote the hell out of you. Uh, so. <laughs> Great. Talking about, I was looking at your guys' bio, and Stevie, you started a music publishing company for your own work, and that says in 2009 you started fiddling with all sorts of music, and eventually this led to the creation of Lost Dog Found. Now, do you still have that music publishing company? I do. It's kind of actually where I run all the Lost Dog Found songs through. Okay. Um, I don't do so much song pitching, and I, I was actually writing in like the... Uh, adult alternative kind of country music actually believe it or not um just trying to sell songs that i thought would be commercially viable um but to be honest i wasn't living in a market where i could um, properly you know put in the amount of time and effort and be able to make a living doing it so i sold a couple songs um, never made a ton of money and it's just like anything else, any kind of musician thing, it's all on how you hustle, on all on you know. Um, it's 90% business and 10% music, to be completely honest. And no musician ever wants to hear that, but that's you know, really the truth until you get to the point where your music has gotten to where you have this big fan base. You can show up in any town and you know, you can draw a thousand people. Absolutely. So this is something I, I see a whole lot with independent musicians where they publish their own music they release their own music now was this record independently released or do you guys have an, an indie label behind this no just us very cool so you guys did the entire release yourselves yep wow yep. that is quite impressive and I imagine that you was it was it home recorded was it studio recorded no, no, we recorded at a place called Hyde Street um, in, uh, oh, I'm sorry, not open, in uh, San Francisco. Um, that's where Cake recorded a couple of their albums. Green Days recorded their album there. Trains recorded there. So this isn't a, you know, it's not something based on. This is like, you know, super nice, <laughs> super nice studio. Um, nice. And we recorded a couple songs of Fantasy uh, Studios in, in Berkeley. Open. Where is that, Chris? It's Berkeley, yeah. Yeah, yeah Berkeley. Um, yeah, you know, we... Yeah, it was a fun process. You know, I mean, being as we don't have a huge budget, we tried to, you know, be prepared going in and get everything done as quickly as possible. But um, yeah, I think we think it turned out great. So wonderful! Yeah, well, the, it did turn out great. Thing, you know, the thing I, I really like about it is I think everybody in the band is able to kind of put on a producer's hat. Um, it wasn't just me saying, "Okay, let's do this." Like it was. One of those things where if Chris said, hey, let's put in hand claps here, we all went in there and we recorded some hand claps. And Craig can play trumpet. He says, hey, I'm really good at percussion. So he threw on a bunch of different percussion things on, like, a hot swing back. There's a bunch of really cool percussion things going on. Um, that was kind of the fun part, I think, for everybody. And I, I think that really came through with the actual record itself. It sounds... Um, 
you know, a little fuller than our last one for sure. But I think it also sounds, to me, it sounds like more of a community effort than, than uh, I was expecting. Oh, that's very cool. Well, that, that's awesome because in this day and age, if you guys are going to be uh, releasing the record yourself and managing yourselves and promoting yourselves, it only makes sense to have full creative control over that recording process. So that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah. So I wanted to briefly touch on a couple other things. I noticed that both of you were friends in high school, and then you both went off and did your separate things, and then eventually Stevie hooked up with Chris, and he auditioned, and this was eventually led to the formation of the group. So I wanted to briefly talk about when you guys were younger and you knew and you knew each other in high school. Were you in a band? Were you in bands in high school? What was the musical <laughs> upbringing like in both of your families? Were you, was it were you guys in musical families or? Well, I'd love to hear a little bit of that from both of you. Well, uh, me personally, um, I, you know, I didn't play with Steve in high school. I, in fact, I didn't even know he played guitar. Um, uh, but my background is, yeah, I grew up in a musical family. I was always in choir and bands and, um, you know, and I grew up listening to, you know, old jazz and swing. And I also loved rock and you know, Led Zeppelin, Jimi Hendrix, and um, so, you know, and, and then after high school, I was in rock bands and reggae bands and, you know, everything, jazz bands, and um, and so, you know, this, I always say this was, you know, fun for me because it's sort of like, you know, everything sort of thrown in the pot, everything I love, you know, it's a little bit of jazz, a little bit of rock, a little bit of swing, um, you know, so it was great when I finally hooked up with Steve. I mean, and to tell you the truth, before I, you know, we started getting in contact, I didn't even know he was a musician. So, um, you know, it was it was a lot of fun reconnecting with him all those years later. So, that is very cool. What about you, Steve? Um, yeah, as far as my musical background, um, yeah, I kind of fell in love. With, uh, I spent a lot of my summers at my grandma's house when I was younger. And uh, I used to listen to, like, she put on, I think it was K-Fog here in the city. And it was, you know, played 50s and 60s music. Um, and so you know, I got to hear a lot of, like, Sam Cooke and uh, the Izzy Brothers and stuff like that. Um, never really got introduced to swing until, um, kind of like, the neo-swing era really kind of like, oh, cool, you know, we're in the rocks now with horns. Um, now that, that, that really intrigued me. Um, but, like, my first record I bought, I think, was the Stray Cats. Um, my, I bought my my guitar from my next door neighbor he had this like cheap chinese fender knockoff thing but he could play la bamba he's like when i was like 12 years old now like, holy moly man he could play la bamba and so he kind of showed me how to do it real quick and i uh you know i, I think i bought that thing off him for like 60 bucks and it didn't stay in tune and you know would break strings like crazy but i kind of taught myself how to play the guitar and bought myself a nicer guitar and that really uh once you know once you have a good instrument um it helps to, to learn your instrument i guess um kids don't buy those crappy ones at best buy go spend a hundred bucks more get something good absolutely well very cool that is just absolutely exceptional and dying on danger is one of the coolest records i've heard in a very long time i am absolutely thrilled oh, to play you. it on the show i was thrilled to review it and i really hope that you guys make your way to the midwest at some point because i would love to see you live so i guess i would like to finish out this interview uh one by thanking you guys so much it was wonderful to talk to you and two 
what future projects do you guys have? Is there? I mean, this record was released in the past six months, so you, obviously you you have to ride on this for a while, and you should. It's a it's a wonderful record. But is there anything that you have in the future? Uh, any goals or any uh, specific things that you guys are shooting to do? Um, I think currently it's all about kind of trying to tour um, a little bit more, play out. You know, we did we, we've done fifty between fifty and sixty shows the last couple of years, which. That's not a ton. Of, I mean, it sounds like a lot, but it's, it's not really that many shows if you're a, a professional band. So I like to at least double that. I want to, you know, I, I really do just want to get out and tour, promote the album, get people introduced to what we do because it's hard to get people's attention. Um, it's kind of what, you know, you say swing music and people kind of, their eyes gloss over a little bit. They don't even listen to it. But, uh, you know, we're kind of, we're not necessarily going in any, in any different direction, but we do have like a lot of the new material kind of, touches on a little bit more roots, I guess. Would you agree, Chris? Yeah, I think so. It's, it's. I mean, it's, it's, you know, it's definitely in our style, but, you know, we're, we're branching out a little bit, trying some new stuff, so, um, you know, we're not straying too far from <laughs> where, where we've been, so. Wonderful. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we did record that album last year, and, and uh, I think at some point, maybe the end of this year, this winter, or perhaps early next year, we'll, we've got a whole new slew of tunes that we want to get into the studio and, and uh, record for everybody. So. Wonderful. It's really the fun part of being a musician. Is if you get in the studio, like, you know, you sit down at the piano or guitar or whatever, and, like, this little thing kind of trickles out of you. And then to take that song and you bring it in into the recording studio, it becomes this thing. And that's really... Um, for myself, I don't know if that's how it is for everybody else in the band, but just speaking for myself, that's really where the, the magic of being a, uh, a musician is. It's the whole artist. Like, he made like a little baby almost, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, we, we love performing. I mean, that's a lot of fun, but, you know, it's a different animal sitting in the studio and it's your creative juices really start going. And uh, so we, we love, you know, all the different aspects of, uh, of music. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much, guys. I so appreciate it, and we're so honored to be able to play three of your songs on the jukebox. Yeah, man. Thanks for having thank We so appreciate much. The, all the kind words, man. It means a lot. Oh, well, we are going yeah. to move on now by playing two songs by Lost Dog Found. The first song is going to be Give Me Love, which I think is one of the most superb love songs I've heard in a very long time. And we're going to follow that up with the swinging These Times Are Tough, but baby, so are we. Give me love I wanna see it Give me love I wanna feel it Cause in the morning I start to You may find I'm your kind So I'll be mine And as crazy as this may sound I close my eyes when I look around When they open it seems they've found Found my love Give me love 
That was Give Me Love. Now one more song from Lost Dog Found, and it's called These Times Are Tough, But Baby So Are We. Baby, I love you. You're like a beauty queen from my dirty dreams. I keep asking myself what you're doing with me. Cause I like it when you read me the news. And when my drink gets dry, you bring me fresh ice cubes. Baby, I love you. You love me till I can't see straight. Baby, I love you. be getting home late I'd like to spend some time drinking up your wine walking through your fields getting to know your vibe you know just what I need so bring your lips right here and take a peach from my tree they turned off the heat that's cold yeah but we don't care Now it's time To see if our dreams Are gonna start Paying our bills Let's call it sick Spend the day in bed Get to know each other All over again I will paint your toes You can wear something pretty for Let's shift gears away from big band and on to hip-hop. The group is the indigenous immigrants, and the song we're going to play from them is called Family Portrait. They're a hip-hop collective that's based in central Maine. They have a DIY style, and their goal is to make music that attracts an intelligent and loyal fan base of free-thinking followers. Their song content is conceptual, and all the production comes from within the group 
Lyrics are a myriad of realist, fantastical, and theoretic poems wrapped up in a tidy package of passionate hip-hop. I think this is a really neat production and a great song. Check out Family Portrait. We're a band. Oh, of course, the Partridge family. Uh, which one of you is Laurie? <laughs> and, uh, what sound are you uh, megastars of the future hip to? What is your musical vibe? Only bad news Two apple pies and fries Inside your fast food Chicks get cute Little back tattoos Dudes give a crap about tunes Nickelback is huge They got the munchies Chief and the homegrown The nation's commander A chief is unknown Droned out teens Rattle lists of pop stars The cattle can't tell you Who their farmers are No We're a herd for sure So absurd That they laugh When you fall on your ass And get hurt What's humor? The mess luck of buffoons Everybody loves a good Stage dive wound I'd rather forfeit this family portrait The frame can't contain all the pain that we caught But we photoshop, hope a lot Twist into fantasy, something that I can't ever let be me From the Aries to the Taurus All the humans that explore it Postcards for the tourist While we cut down the forest Hypnotized by the forces So we march on the corpses Buying high horses, then we have the resources Never will we morph it Don't you love this family portrait? Father figures missing, you can visit them in prisons Mother nature wishing for the end of space missions Only know the stars that are blinging in the fancy cars Third die, closed mental Slow exposed, clones no goals, watch a zone into our iPhone. Drones without souls that are caught up in the cyclone. Brought up on Fox News, the real world distorted views. I study this society, we're scummy, living violently. Sisters, brothers, do we have to kill each other? Sinister undercovers in the race for guns and butter. Left for adoption, neglect your seats, proceed with caution. Everyone choking, subliminal messages make teens start smoking. The portrait is distorted because the frame is broken. It's hopeless, please can we regain focus? Open their minds, set the cattle free, and unglue their eyes from reality TV. Sadly though, the fallacies are everlasting. Now I see the reason why Gandhi started fasting. It's tragic what happened, this de-evolution. Most of these humans are useless and stupid. The truth is, they're confused and lost. And they can't find a way to cut the puppet strings off. So they wear a cross around their neck for protection. And they trust the officials. They think they've elected. Accept the injections. Never ask questions, cause the fact is we can't escape natural selection. The land in which I pace is a case of disgrace. Segregated water fountains back in the space race. So let's all hold hands and say grace before I disappear from secret police without a trace the world lacks truth especially honest guys and all our food is genetically modified 
mission Slaughter lies, set them sails Lobbying against fluoridated water and chemtrails Choose to do this together, not force it Understand we're brothers in the same frame fortress Dysfunctional family, we're all the same, right? But only some of us do our deeds in the daylight Explore through my cynical peripheral stray sites War that's been scripted in political playwrights A two-sided coin, tricked us effectively Respectively competitive, foreigner domestically Conquer, divide, deprived of the greater good It comes as no surprise that we despise our neighborhoods A populace lost, embarrassed they trifle While they lie, cheat, steal, and watch American Idol That was another Andy's pick. Now we're going to move on to a band called Fellowcraft and their new song, Long Gone. They embody a bit of an alternative rock style that's certainly not foreign to the DC scene, which is a scene they occupy. The lead vocalist is reminiscent of Black Francis of the Pixies. The musical ability of the band is quite strong as well. And they're making music that's sharply produced, well-written, and well-performed. There's even a hint of a Foo Fighters-type influence with them. It's a dirty, kind of grodgy sound that has all sorts of great guitar solos and great vocals, and it's just something you can really rock out to. So without further ado, let's check out Fellowcraft and their new single, Long Gone.
Fellowcraft and their new song, Long Gone. Our next artist is one of the more popular independent acts here in the city of Chicago. They're the Chicago Afrobeat Project, and the song we're going to play by them is called Fix and Release. They're currently working on a new album with the legendary Afrobeat drummer Tony Allen, and they're also going to be performing at a number of festivals this summer. Some of those include the Summerfest in Milwaukee, Driftless Music Festival in Wisconsin, Green Eggs and Jam in Levensworth, Kansas, and the Navy Pier Beer Garden here in Chicago. For more information and full tour dates, you can head on over to chicagoafrobeatproject.com or facebook.com slash chicagoafrobeat. This is a really funky jam, and it's certainly a whole lot different than anything else we played on the jukebox before. I think you're really going to enjoy it. Sit back and enjoy Fix and Release. Thank you. 
Man, that is a great jam. Now our next song is from a band called The Unraveling, and the song is called Revolt. Now this is another one from the Indie Immunity Vault. Again, there's so much fantastic music that you can find over there at Indie Immunity, and this is just a taste of some of that great music. Now these guys have a hard rock, almost metal type sound. Now Revolt is certainly an appropriate title for the band's new single. The music is jammed with dark imagery, sinister thoughts, and unsettling angst. With this type of darkness, hard rock bands have to walk a line between predictable cliches and thrilling excitement. The Unraveling do indeed walk such a line, but they lean into the latter half of it, away from the cliches that could potentially ruin their sound. It's something really cool, and it's not something that we played previously on this episode or on the last jukebox. So, hard rock junkies, maybe a tiny little bit of metal, uh, dark, sinister things, this is for you. Check out Revolt. Now modern, modern. 
That was The Unraveling and their new track, Revolt. And you know, that's kind of what the jukebox is about. You may not necessarily be into that kind of music. To be entirely honest, I'm not into a lot of hard rock. That hard of rock, anyway. But just look at the beauty of what we just did. We just went from swinging, we went from hot swing is back, to fix and release, which was jazzy funk, to uh, revolt, which was what you just heard. So that's what the jukebox is all about. Our next song is called Firefly by the band Stealing Daisies. Now, at one time in 2007, they were a five-piece, but now it's mainly Tim Flannery on guitar and vocals and a drummer named Dave Hathaway. They have pages on Reverb Nation, and you can also check them out at stealing-daisies.com. Now, Tim also has a daughter who is a great musician in the folk genre, and her name is India Discordia. Now, Stealing Daisies just finished an album called Criminals and Supermodels, but it's unmastered and unpublished. You can still listen to most of it over at Reverb Nation, though, and this is actually a track from that. Now, I think they have a great sound, and they're a little bit like Fellowcraft. They kind of have a garage rock uh, type growly sound to them, but it's really cool. Check out Firefly.
dancing with you like a firefly. It's now time for the second interview of this episode of the Jukebox. This interview is in regard to the new single, The Voice of Life, from Oksana Kolesnikova, an unbelievably talented classical pianist, composer, and teacher. Tune on in for this interview. It's time for an interview straight from the jukebox. Alright, now it's time for another interview on the jukebox. I have a wonderful composer, an incredibly talented woman sitting down with me right now to talk about her music and her endeavors. Her name is Oksana Kolesnikova. Now, she's been doing all sorts of wonderful things. She uh, has um, she has a wide variety of instrumental things she's doing. She's working on a uh, school. So let's sit down and talk. Um, thank you so much for taking the time to talk with me, Oksana. Hi, Brett. Thank you so much for having me on your show. And I just wanted to tell you that English is not my first language. So if you don't understand anything, anything just uh, you know, let me know, okay? Okay, wonderful. I, I, I think we'll be good, but thank you. I appreciate that. So let's talk about the voice of life, and that's a song that we're that we're sitting down to talk about today because we're going to roll that song once this interview is out. Now you commission the aid of two talented EDM producers to create a really wonderfully unique sound on this track. Now you're someone who is known for beautiful piano compositions. So what was it like adding an entirely new element like EDM into this music? Yes, well, I enjoy collaborating with other talents and, um, you know, explore uh, new fusions and uh, different genres, mixing them together and see what, you know, comes out. Um, uh, you know, working with this amazing um, producers helped me to uh, kind of um, reach out uh, to the audiences that normally would not be familiar with uh, my the style of music that I normally write. And um, this has been so far an amazing experience. Sure, that's wonderful. Well, it's a very unique track and it's certainly a, a drastic departure from some of the things that you have on your YouTube channel and whatnot. So- so let's talk about The Voice Life now. It's a beautiful track, and it's one that our listeners are going to be able to hear as soon as this interview is conducted. So you've composed a number of wonderful pieces as well. In particular, I really enjoyed uh, your Aurora Fantasy in E Minor, which is one of the pieces on your YouTube channel, and that's just a stunning track. So what do you draw inspiration from uh what is what are you listening to that culminates into the music you're creating uh well thank you so much first of all for your compliments um you know creating is part of my life and um i just draw inspiration from many different things 
from their past experiences um, you know I get inspired by nature by people by other talent and um, I have a strong classical background but also I've been you know very versatile as an artist um, and that allows me to create uh, unique sounds that you know I'm happy to share with my audiences sure so what kind of music are you listening to that influences you what if we were to grab your iPod and hit shuffle what's the kind of music that that gets your creative you know clock turning what's the kind of thing that inspires you to go out and create well it is very interesting question because you know at certain times of the day I listen to a certain type of music for example, when I go and work out in the morning, I love that high-energy dance music. Um, it really inspires me. It really, you know, pushes my workouts to the next level. Um, when at the end of the day, after uh, you know, exhausting and hard-working day, I love uh, putting something soothing and relaxing, and it just really, you know, unwinds me. And just everything else in between. Uh, you know, I have a background in classical music, but um, I worked, um, you know, I've been a working musician uh, for many, many years after graduating from school. And I played at the places like Polo Lounge in Beverly Hills. And I would have audience, you know, uh, listeners come to me and request different material, everything from, you know, uh, Guns N' Roses uh, to, like, um, Billy Joel to anything, different kinds of even, like, some very unusual, uh, you know, material for a piano. And I love pleasing my audience. I would learn this kind of material, and I would, I would share them back, you know, when they request it again. And this way, you know, um, it helped me to expand my taste in music, and all of that kind of influences my creation as well. Oh, that's wonderful. So, I want to change direction a bit to talk about one of your endeavors that I think is absolutely fascinating, and it is the Oksana School of Music. Now, this is a school that you've opened up in California that... Uh, is a, that ha, that offers music instruction. So, what drove you to open up the school? Have you always had a passion for teaching? Yes, yes. This is actually, you know, my baby, uh, the school of music. I um, I have so much, you know, love and passion for, you know, sharing um, sharing my knowledge with others. Um, I. I do come from a second generation of teachers, and teaching is in my blood. Um, you know, I've been teaching for 20 years now, and opening a school of music came um, several years ago, and that happened because of the high demand. I couldn't fit in all the students that wanted to study with me personally, um, and at that point, I started to hire um, fellow musicians that also have a passion for sharing this, you know, beautiful art form with those who want to learn. 
and it grew into a school of music that offers everything from piano, voice, guitar, violin, and other instruments. And I'm so proud to have uh, fellow teachers, a team of teachers that think like I do and just really, truly enjoy sharing music with others. Oh, that is absolutely wonderful. Now, I spent some time looking at the school, and I noticed that it teaches a wide variety of ages. I saw photos of young children all the way to adults, and even some well-known adults. Like, I saw a photo of you and Kim Kardashian as you were teaching her, and I thought that was just wild. Uh, so, is it important for you that music is available to anyone at any age? Yes, it is very, very important. Um, you know, I'm a strong believer that music um, has to be part of everybody's, um, you know, experience learning music. And um, we have different age groups. We have, as you, you know, as you saw, we have children, we have adults, we have um, retired people uh, studying music, and. You know, it's. Um, I feel. I think that sooner or later, people, um, you know, they they look um, for that experience, and maybe they have not had time or opportunity to study when they were younger, uh, or maybe they were too busy when they, um, you know, were young adults. Uh, but when they, you know, maybe retired or, you know, or whatever, whatever. Um, you know, whatever they um, face during uh, their life, um, you know, maybe at that point they decide to study music. And that's what we are here to do is to, uh, is to share it with everyone. Well, that's wonderful. And to kind of follow up on that point, many argue that the school system in our country is slowly removing the importance of arts programs. I, I record the jukebox here in the city of Chicago and I can definitely vouch in that regard that Chicago has struggled very heavily with keeping the arts in uh, public schools. Now, since you're offering music classes to young ages and you're getting them involved in music and that's something that you're passionate about, what are your thoughts on the arts for the development of youth? Um, is this something that we need to keep in our schools and get kids hooked on because is it important to you know the development of our youth yes i believe i strongly believe in music education being part of every child um it is very sad that um you know a lot of music programs have to be cut out from schools but fortunately there are uh, a lot of uh, wonderful musicians, instructors who do offer these lessons for those who are uh, looking for them. And there is many schools, private schools, that um, music schools that can offer that as well. And it's just, you know, it's it's. I cannot um, reiterate how important music is for children. There have been numerous researches done for that uh, music increase children's IQ, and they do better um, during the tests, and um, you know they develop uh, discipline. It helps them develop social skills. It helps them develop, um, you know, fine motor skills. 
um, as well as reaching the goal uh, through hard work and through practice. And there's just numerous and numerous studies on the benefits of music. And, um, you know, that's my wish that everyone could, uh, you know, would, would be learning it. Oh, that's wonderful. So, to finish out our interview, I wanted to do a little bit of housekeeping. Now, do you perform live? Uh, yes, I do. Not as much as uh, I used to because of my business taking a lot of, you know, of my time. But yes, I do. Um, I do a lot of events here and there. And those events are available on your website if people want to find out and come and see you, right? Yes, exactly. I have a, a very active social um, social media uh, interaction. I have, uh, you know, the uh, people can reach out to me through my Instagram. It is pianist Oksana. Um, I have a Twitter. I have a Facebook, and that's Oksana School of Music. And it's very active. I keep everything up to date, all of my new releases, all my new projects, as well as my performances. They can find, find that out from there. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today, Oksana. I love what you're doing, and I love your music, and I'm definitely one of your, one of your brand new fans. So without further ado, I would like to play The Voice of Life.
give and take here in this life. What you can give, you will decide. You never know what you will find when you just hide all of your life. Take all that you want. Tell me you're with me. You can't hide. Destiny leads me to you. The voice of life. Speak to me now, or it's never. Man, I absolutely love Oksana's music. I was telling her before that interview that that song sounds like it would be perfect in a Bond film. Seriously, they need to send that over to the MGM. All right, our next artist was found where? You guessed it, on IndieMunity.com. They're called the Splashing Pearls. They describe themselves as an island folk rock bluesy type hybrid. Now the song is Rich Man's Arcade, and they're really quite good. Check it out. Right. 
was the Splashing Pearls and their new song, Rich Man's Arcade. I really love those island vibes. It makes for something truly original and truly wonderful. Now, I want to bring to you our second hip-hop song for this episode of The Jukebox. The song is called Dark Places, and the artist is Frostproof. Now, Frostproof is of the American alternative hip-hop group The Animal Gang, which was formed in 2014. The six-piece crew was formed out of Portland, Maine, but they all represent different hometowns from Maine, Florida, California, and the Congo. The group released their first official album in the winter of 2014 called Household Name. They all now reside in Portland, and they're writing their follow-up project. Now, I really love this song because, similar to the previous hip-hop we played on the show, it's deep and it's meaningful. It's a song about dealing with depression, and unfortunately, that's something that almost everyone can relate to. So check out Frostproof and some real solid words. Psychosocial evaluation, they determine depression's bipolar and it's malestages. Dark rooms, I think I need some distance. Society's hard to cope with when they say you're different. Self-secluded, but I don't need no help. I'm about to kick depression's ass all by myself. So why be down? You can just be up. Get off the rubbish off the dirt and you pick your head up. Smile on my face, think about the pain that was dealt. But inside, I was at war with myself. I remember days that I used to pray for death. But standing before you here today, I can truly say I'm blessed. Just a couple years ago, society used to have my anxiety level up to a point that my palms were sweat. Simple problems that I was dealing with. Manic depressing, no way to address it. No way to express it. Address it, now nah, they would rather suppress it. One more bitch, you're happy and glad. The next and depressing, you're sad every day, I be stressing. Stressing my deals, stressing my family, just stressing and stressing. I'm biting my nails, stressed to be stressed every day, I be stressing. But stressing leads to depression. So if you've been through the struggle, then together hold your head high. But together, all oh, let's say this. Devil get up off me cause the devil is the lie In depression you can't stop me cause my head's up in the sky I said the devil get up off me cause the devil is a lie In depression you can't stop me cause my head's up in the sky I- Black 
hold, confined to my mind, self-medicated, in my mind, doing time, nobody's perfect, I ain't immune to slipping, but it ain't like I'ma go all robbing weeks, I put a foot in depression's ass, and I put depression right in my past, I'm only focused on my future goals, and I don't need depression in my past, devil get up off me, the devil is a lie, and depression, you can't stop me, cause my, I, I said, devil get up off me, cause the devil is a lie. In depression, you can't stop me, cause my, I, I, I said, devil get up off me, the devil is a lie. In depression, Black hole, dark place. Black hole, dark place. That was Frostproof and his new song, Dark Places. Some really poignant lyrics in that. That was picked out by Andy Grollo for us, so thanks for another great pick, Andy. Now, we're going to delve into the third and final interview of this episode of The Jukebox. It's with a terrific guy named Walt Lusinger. First, we're going to play one of his songs, Come Down to the River. Then we're going to have an interview with him. And then we'll close it out with another one of his songs. Now, when we first aired the first episode of The Jukebox, I was kind of bummed out because I really had wanted to find an awesome independent gospel song. And it's not necessarily because it has anything to do with religion. Gospel is just one of the most true American music traditions. Some of the greatest lyrics, some of the greatest performances, and certainly some of the greatest instrumentation and performance is in gospel. It's a great genre. And I'm talking old gospel. I'm not talking about the stuff that you tune into on K-Love. I'm not talking about you, Chris Tomlin. I'm talking about Mavis Staples. I'm talking about the deep gospel stuff. Now, fortunately, I found Walt Lusinger, and I absolutely love him. So check out Come Down to the River. Praise the Lord. 
Now, before you get your panties in a twist and you send me an email about how I'm peddling non-secular music on the jukebox, just remember that I didn't play that because it had any religious connotation. I played it because that original tradition of American gospel is so soulful and so meaningful that it's worth enjoying, regardless of how you feel about religion. So in any case, let's check out this interview. It's time for an interview straight from the jukebox. Alright, you just listened to Come Down to the River, a track by Walt Lusinger. I have Walt with me now to talk about a couple different projects that he's working on and talk about his music. Walt, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me. You're welcome, Brett. It's, uh, it's a pleasure to be here with you. 
Absolutely. So the first thing I wanted to talk about is I've been listening to your music, and uh, between your between your solo work and your work with the Porch Pickers, you yeah. have a wonderful contrast between blues and gospel music and all that wonderful stuff. So what do you pull inspiration from? What's the kind of music that culminated into the musical identity that you formed for yourself over the years? Well, I, I would have to say uh, I've had a lot of influences. Being being as old as I am, uh, I've had plenty of time to accumulate them, so uh, it, it's fairly easy. But um, one of the things that uh, I was introduced to by uh, a good friend of mine some years ago uh, was the genre of blues, um, and that uh, good friend of mine who was a drummer in, in a band of mine when I was in high school by the name of Mark Kelly um, introduced me some of the, to some of the blues music which I wasn't familiar with we were a rock band and uh, he, he started to slowly get my attention with some earlier blues stuff um, later on I became interested in blues uh, through the work of Roy Bookbinder who is a, um, a blues fingerstyle guitar player uh, and, and just a great source of knowledge about the old blues roots so uh, I learned a lot about that and a friend of mine who was in the pork, porch pickers uh, Mark Holland introduced me to country blues it was the first time I'd had any exposure to Jimmy Rogers and that's what inspired that Dixie Moon album that we did and of which uh, come down to the river was a part so the next thing I wanted to talk about then is this record that you put out called Tincture of Time, which is mm -hmm. a kind of a musical retrospective of uh, 1992 through 2012, so 20 years of yeah. music. So what exactly is this project and what went into it? And can you give me some more information on that? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, my, my focus uh, over the years... Uh, uh, has been songwriting. That was the one thing that was my passion from the very get-go, even in my earliest days when I picked up a guitar way back in uh, junior high school. Uh, I was still thinking I wanted to be a songwriter. I, I, the Beatles were a big influence on me, and I loved the fact that they were writing most of their material, so that was an inspiration. And that was what I really started doing. And uh, with, with that, um, over the years, uh, being involved with various different people and groups and so forth. I've had a lot of influences, as I mentioned, and a lot of those um, introductions to new genres of music inspired me to write songs in different genres. So, as a friend of mine once said, it's my greatest strength and my greatest weakness as a songwriter is that I have a hard time sticking with one genre. I like to experiment and write in different genres. And for that reason, there were a lot of leftover kinds of bits and pieces from things that I did as single song projects, things that I would work on just because I wanted to experiment in a certain genre. And pretty much what Tincture of Time is, is a collection of those things that are kind of odds and ends, leftovers, things that didn't fit into, you know, a, a unified whole. So uh, it, it's kind of a... A, a mishmash of different kinds of genres thrown in together. They were things that didn't fit with anything else. But I like them. <laughs> that is absolutely spectacular. Uh, and now the next thing that I wanted to touch on briefly is you're involved with a project called the Guardians of the Everglades. Yeah. So what's yeah. that all about? What is your role in that and what is that project all about? 
Well, this is something that is really near and dear to my heart, and it is something that is an ongoing project right now, so it's, it's an active project. It's the brainchild of two wonderful artists, Connie Brandsilver and Nicholas Petrucci, and their husband and wife. Uh, they uh, live and work in Naples, Florida, and uh, Nicholas is a uh, fantastic painter, and Connie is an internationally known photographer. And a lot of their work over the years has been focused on the Everglades, which of course is close to where Naples is and where they live. And it's been, uh, I used to live there, my wife and I lived in that area for about 15 years. And at the time, we would often go there. It was a place that we uh, explored. We hiked, we bicycle rode, we did everything through there. It was uh, a place that we loved very much. Came to understand it pretty well. And um, Connie and Nicholas have put together this project called Guardians of the Everglades, which is honoring um, 11 individuals, remarkable people, who have over the years, uh, the last half century or so, devoted their lives to the conservation of uh, the Everglades wetland and the importance of the, the water that flows through there, the fresh water supply that we have here that we're so fortunate to have. And they are the guardians of that great resource. Um, and Nicholas is doing uh, painted portraits of each of the guardians. Uh, Connie is doing active uh, photography of the folks in in the Everglades in the environment and there's an independent film uh, that's being produced about the project now they've Connie and, and Nicholas have done uh, some exhibitions of their artwork along with appearances by some of the Guardians and they're just promoting um, conservation of, of the glades and uh, it's, a, it's a really worthy cause. They are uh, trying to get people to become aware of the problems that are associated with trying to conserve it. And uh, they've uh, been kind enough to select one of the songs that I wrote uh, from my Tincture of Time uh, album uh, called River of Grass is a theme song for the exhibitions that they've done, the art. And, uh, and it is something that uh, I feel very proud of. I, I'm, very pleased that they they've decided to use it as kind of the theme song for their their work well i love it when uh musicians can take something that's near and dear to their heart and take something that is a cause that's worth supporting and funnel their music into that and and make it a, a force for good in more ways than one uh, so that's just absolutely wonderful. So now we are going to play The Way Back to Memphis by Walt Lusinger. And if you want to check out his music, you can go on over to Bandcamp. And Bandcamp is at Walt, W-A-L-T, Lusinger is spelled L-E-U-Z-I-N-G-E-R dot Bandcamp dot com. Now, Walt, do you play live? Um, I don't play live any longer. Um, I have no live gigs currently. I play the occasional festival, uh, Will McLean Festival here in Florida, but, but nothing very recent, no. Okay. Well, in any case, people can find you over on Bandcamp. And then also, if they want to find more information on this great project, Guardians of the Everglades, they can head straight on over to guardiansoftheeverglades.com, and all the information is over there. So, Walt, thank you so much for uh, sitting down with me today to talk about this. I have the utmost respect for your music. I think what you're doing is spectacular, and I love your sound. I love your passion, and I love the projects that you are getting yourself involved in. I think it's so admirable. Um, thank you for sitting down with me. 
Well, thank you, Brett. It's been my pleasure. Thanks. Absolutely. So without further ado, the way back to Memphis. near confessing in Tampa so I took off for the Georgia line lost the cops at Tifton driving back roads making real good time passed on through Montgomery caught 65 to Birmingham but I couldn't even stop for coffee cause in that town I'm still a wanted man Find my way back to Memphis Get me a helping of those rhythm and blues Feed my simple soul I keep in bold Cause this boy's got nothing to lose Had a major malfunction Close to the junction of Highway 78 But a rebel mechanic eased my panic Got my old Lincoln running great Was a long, lonely stretch of highway That took me up to Tupelo Only made it there with some faith to spare Thanks to Elvis on the radio Gotta find my way back to Memphis Get me a helping of those rhythms and blues Need my simple soul I keep in flow Cause this boy's got nothing to lose I still got me 
piece of rhythm and blues And on Beale Street no one has to atone Gotta find my way back to Memphis Give me helping of those rhythm and blues Need my sinful soul Cause this boy's got nothing Ain't got nothing I got nothing to lose No, nothing to lose Walt Luzinger, everybody. That second song by him was The Way Back to Memphis. When you go out and check him out on Bandcamp, you're going to find that he's got all sorts of really cool projects on there. So definitely check him out. He's one of the coolest artists, so we've had the great opportunity to showcase for you. Now our next act is a very special one. Because this man is debuting this brand new song here on the Jukebox. The song is called All You've Got, and the act is Nelson Genstad, the Dis Blues. Dis Blues is spelled D-I-S, the word blues. You can check them out online by going to disblues.com, and it's a really wild track. It's bluesy, but it also has a prog rock influence. This feels like something straight off of a, a Pink Floyd record. So check out the debut of the really awesome track, All You've Got. And we're also going to have some information about it on our website as well. Check out Nelson Genstad.
That was All You've Got. Congratulations, Nelson. It's a terrific track, and we're thrilled that we had the opportunity to debut it here on the Jukebox for you. I'd like to do something now at the end of the show that I did last month as well. I am very much a part of this independent music community that the Jukebox wants to continue the champion episode after episode. Over the past six years, I've released nine studio records, and I'm working on my tenth right now. Over the past few months, I began a painstaking process where I went out and did an archival series of remastering all nine of those records from scratch. It was a wonderful learning experience, and all those records are now available, and I'm very proud of them, and I think they sound better than they ever had sounded before. I want to play two songs to end out the show for my archival series. They're both songs from a 2014 album that I put out called Static on the Water. So it's one of my more recent debuts, and it's one of the River's Reuben records. Now, it was a concept album, and it had a very coherent storyline from beginning to end. But I want to play these two tracks for you, because I'm very proud of them, and I think they can absolutely, hopefully, stand their own in comparison to some of the wonderful music that we've heard this episode. I hope you enjoy some of my music. I hope I can continue to play some of it every episode, because then you get to learn a little bit about me and the artist side of me, because again, I am absolutely part of this community of all these wonderful independent musicians. Without further ado, I'd like to play a track from Static on the Water called Driving Northside Radio. I'm driving 90 miles north toward the big city Thinking about her love and all the things we said today I'm listening to the next day on the radio I wonder if there's a way to stay But here I go The radio's asking where are we now But I can't answer But it keeps drilling me with the question I should get on after if I'm driving and I don't know which way to turn I'll take the stars with me in the night Turn off the lantern If I arrive at the city and I look down on the floor And I find the remnants of my shattered past at the door Will that tell me to go forward Or do I go back again Back to you, my heart My only friend The radio's asking where are we now But I can't answer But it keeps drilling me with the question I should get on after Cause if I'm driving and I don't know which way to turn I'll take the stars with me in the night Turn off the lantern Wait. The radio's 
is asking where we now what I can't answer But it keeps drilling me with the question I should get on after Because if I'm driving and I don't know which way to turn I'll take the stars with me in the night, turn off the lantern That was Driving Northside Radio off of my 2014 record, Static on the Water. I'm going to play one more track from Static on the Water, and all of these can be found on my archival series. Just head on over to riversrubin.com or brettstewart.net, and you'll be able to find all of these records. The final track of this show is called When the Moon Falls from the Stars. Consequences of men's desire Cascade from stars that breathe Purple hues of diamond eyes Allow the night its reprieve Away from the truth they hold the bar On a night when the light's cut out And the moon falls from the stars Evenings I see holy hands Scarred but clean as rain Allowing my lives to roll over again To forget the past without refrain To escape the racing cars On a night when the lights cut out And the moon falls from the stars Electric horses stomp two by two Burning cataclysmic lines of lightning bugs Into pale blue landscapes Igniting hearts with uncertain shrugs Rivers that reflect old centaurs On a night when the lights cut out And the moon falls from the stars Deep into the forest And the midsummer spawn welcomes my youth Will the swirling leaves of love fall Victim to the truth The truth of broken doors And walkways left scattered across These lands that craft the etched sands When the moon falls from the stars Streets of black pavement hold something ancient as they tear from the world beneath. The rising stars fell through the cracks forming in the street. One day we'll meet on long distance shores, gazing on oceans now thick and black. I left from there so long ago and now I can't come back. Accusatory words cut deep through thought to challenge reality We'd be left on the battlefield 
has forgotten casualties If deceived hearts cherish false beauty If they fall victim to dangerous rule They'd be beneath the broken sky When the moon falls from the stars The universe ignites in a cacophony A symphony of hollow hearts Descending through shadows on the wall Made by hands that know the dark The dark that foresees everything Left ignorant in the cave To go up above or the fall short of love Is a death that you can't save To find the strings of enlightened puppeteers You'll find the truth left frozen outside By dark and distant fears I'll hold my heart up to the sun To find the invisible light Now shining on the streets Left desperate for what is right What is right we don't find in the souls of those that we have loved Those who left for foreign lands when push had come to shove Neon flashes arose from the sky Your false lies to signify that you won't be there But I don't care when the moon falls from the stars You won't be there, but I don't care when the moon falls from the stars. That you won't be there, but I don't care when the moon falls from the stars. That you won't be there, but I don't care when the moon falls from the stars. That was When the Moon Falls from the Stars. And that's going to be a wrap for this episode of The Jukebox. Thank you so much for spending time with us this month to listen to all of these fantastic artists. And thank you to each and every one of the artists. We love having the opportunity to play your music for our listeners. And we love being able to be that vehicle to get music to people that they may never, never otherwise would have had the opportunity to hear. Now, please send us an email if, one, you're an artist and you would like... Uh, to be reviewed, to be played on the show. We would absolutely love to hear your music, and we love getting all those great submissions. And two, if you found something as a result of the show, if we turned you on to a song or an album or a band that you love and that you may never would have otherwise have heard, because we got so many of those great emails last month, and even some people came up to me in person or sent me a Facebook message or whatever, and they said, man, I never thought I would have liked blank and... And then you played it on the jukebox, and I really dug it. So I went out and I downloaded it, and I went out and I supported that artist. Because at the end of the day, that is what this is about. It's about supporting all these great artists, because they don't get enough support. That's, that's the burden of the independent music industry, is that it's a very difficult one, 
and a lot of work goes unappreciated. So please go out and appreciate these artists if you enjoyed them. And let us know if you appreciated the show because it just makes my day to open up the jukebox email and read an email that says, I did my job. <laughs> I love to hear that. So also a special thank you to our sponsors. We have two wonderful sponsors. We have Andy Grolo Photography. And again, you can check out his website at andygrolo.com. Grolo spelled G-R-O-L-E-A-U. He just read his website. He has all sorts of great stuff going on. And he's going to be selling prints here in the next month. And I would highly recommend those. They're going to be great on my wall. I know that for sure. And then our second uh, sponsor is Indie Immunity. And you heard a lot of great music tonight from Indie Immunity. And you can hear even more great music if you go out and check out their website. Or if you're an independent artist that wants to get a bunch of fair, honest reviews and help with promotion on your music, they can help you out with that too. So thank you, Indie Immunity. Thank you, Andy Grolo. We couldn't make this show without you. We love you guys. The Jukebox will return on May 25th. Until then, this is Brett Stewart, and I'm signing off. Have something to tell us? Did we turn you onto your new favourite band? Write into jukeboxpodcast at gmail.com and we'll read your message on the next show. The Jukebox is available on all major podcast platforms, including iTunes. You can subscribe and listen to the show at jukeboxpodcast.com. While you're there, download a free album this month from one of the bands that was featured in this episode.